Welcome back to Anything Goes With The Bonnies. And sweetheart, congratulations to us that we are recording again. <laughs> and so this should be out a week after the first one came out, the restart came out. So we're back on schedule. Good job, you. Good job. <laughs> All right. Um, we are going to do post-election thoughts processing number two. This is the last one on yeah. this series. We've got a really exciting movie review. Com- um, well, not movie review, discussion. Coming after that, we'll let you know what that is at the end of the podcast. So if you want to watch that movie and make sure you can jump in with the conversation for next week, we would love that as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that movie. Oh my gosh, it's a good movie. Anyway, but before that, uh, and before we get to our conversation, let's start with our usual segments, What We're Into. What We're Into. All right. What are you into, sweetheart? The Nerd Writer. Ah, yes. I just, uh, well, you've discovered him a while back already, no? Mm-hmm. Parang mga ilang years na ba? Um, yeah, I don't know. Two years ago? I see. But he's been around longer. And um, so The Nerd Writer, he's really huge on YouTube. So he's got a channel, The Nerd Writer. And he makes Nerd video Writer essays. One, yeah. Huh? Nerd Writer One. Why One? That's his username. Ah, okay, sorry. But that's... It doesn't have a one on his like logo. So. No, his logo is the nerd writer. Tama ka Correct. Uh, I just discovered him and it feels like I discovered exactly the way that I would want to do my videos if we would like go back to 2012 when I just freshly graduated from right, school. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I think if I'm not mistaken, because I'm into the nerd writer, but I didn't research everything about him. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's also a lit something like he's possibly pro- probably no, his background is literature topics yeah. i'm looking at his topics now but i think he really is into literature and essays mm-hmm. so somewhere in there baka pareho kami ng course or something right. that it's about literature and he did say so if you guys are like up to watching something that he's done for ted i forget the place it's not the like the main ted talk it's like one of those schools it's a TEDx, yeah. he was talking about how YouTube changed the essay. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it, I wasn't really expecting much, but when I I was able to relate so much with it being an academic. Like me, kasi I really relate with academics mm-hmm. more than like mainstream, whatever pop culture out there, you know, like yeah. stuff like that. Mas dun talaga ako sa academic, ano ba? I don't know what to, what you call it but mas gusto ko yung structure nila mas gusto ko yung everything hindi ba nga if I had a, an opportunity what kind of life would I choose mm-hmm. I'd like to be paid to learn yeah yeah <laughs> and to stay in the university so that's probably still going to happen I'm going to be a professor someday but digression back to nerd writer so he makes video essays and the reason why I'm into it is because I feel like that is the best way I can express myself yeah yeah. So I'm not into it just because he's good, although he really is. I mean, yeah. anyone can watch his videos if you are interested in the topic that he's chosen. Mm-hmm. You would be able to really like his his materials. But personally, for me, it touches on a lot of things about me because I like the essay, 
mm-hmm. I've discovered that the, what they call it is a creative nonfiction. Yeah. That is what they call the essay. And I realized that ever since I was a kid, it's been words and stories that, and usually in the written form. Yeah. It's not even like directly talking to, because there words na, and stories that are more oral in nature that you would converse with someone, communicate with someone. I'm not like that. Yep. I really am more of like, I will put it on paper, what I want to tell you, and it's up for you to read. But there's a creative presentation to it. That's what you're saying. Yes. And also, I think it's just a basic format of the essay. Yeah, the development of ideas. Yes. So parang it's a train of thought that you put so beautifully together that you string together in whatever way that is unique and personal to you. Yeah. That you now translate on video. So it's not really so much a video essay, but more like nerd writer. The way he does it. That how I how his um method of expression for his ideas is parang it resonates with me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw him pala five years ago with his video on Arrival. Uh, and the title ah, is Arrival, I Response to Bad Movies. And he was showing how there's so many shallow... Points so, in Arrival? No, 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 shallow movies. Okay. Like Transformers. Did he no like offense, Arrival? No. Oh yeah, he loved it. Okay, all right. I love him too. Okay. <laughs> no, but the, the thing kasi is how do you respond? And no offense if you like those. Ako kasi, I like shallow movies and deep movies. I'm a... Parang I have a balanced diet when it comes to movies. If oh, I watch okay. Black Mirror, I'm going to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine before sleeping. Then I'll read the Bible so that mm-hmm. I have balanced dreams. Parang mm-hmm. But my point is, he really did a good job with that uh, one. Uh, I have to watch that. I'll send you the link. Yeah. And then there was another one. Let me see if I can find it. That he did five years ago. Rene. Well, Helm's Deep, how to film an epic battle. Helm's Deep, if you think about it, is a 40-minute fight scene of the same battle in Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. And you kept the tension. You kept it exciting. There's even a story within the battle. Right? At first, they can't break through. And mm. then that you know, Olympic running orc with the bombs. I mean, it's just amazing. Mm. He also did Passengers Rearranged, where he had problems with that movie Passengers with, um, uh, what's his name? Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. And he rearranged it to add more tension. So, I mean, why did you release the tension in these parts? So, that was one of the first movies, uh, video essays I saw that made me interested. And now I like other channels that do that, like Filmento. The other one I liked was Realistic Film Dialogue. What Realistic Film Dialogue sounds like. That's another nerd writer video. And he's talking about a movie where the dialogue is... And then he points out how we watch movies and we hear the dialogue. And it's like, that's not how we talk in real life. There's so much exposition that's being given to you. Mm. There's so much stage setting. I mean, earlier, sweetheart, we were talking about ordering groceries and stuff like that. Wala naman tayong setup na, oh, go order groceries. You know, from that place that we enjoy, the sourced kitchen, diba? From the organics.p. We don't, we don't do that <laughs> because we don't need to do that to one another. There's so much derecho na. You know, we're just talking straight to one another because we have a relationship. But when you watch characters in movies, there's so much filler because it's unrealistic. Mm. And so he makes a video about realistic film dialogue. And that's why the characters are so sympathetic and, and the people can really relate. So yeah, love Nerdwriter. Okay. And how about you? What am I into or mm-hmm. more about Nerdwriter? 
I'm, I'm fine about the, uh, the nerd writer. What I'm into, I am into the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial being over. I'm glad oh it's gosh. done. I'm glad it's done. I don't know how that was a good idea for society at large to be, for that to be broadcasted. Mm. You know, it was just a showcase of the worst of the worst kinds of relationships being put out there. And, and I think, Panaba, here's the tension that I have in my head now, sweetheart. Mm. Can we say that we really are separate from what we view and what we consume and it doesn't affect us? Because if we can, then I would say, then I hope more people would do that. They would watch that thing and distance themselves from it and say, that's not me. That's not my wife. That's not my family. I won't talk to people that way. Mm. On the other hand, there's the thought that maybe we really can't separate ourselves from this. Mm-hmm. And consuming it is not good for us. It's not good for our soul. It's not good for... Because people will say, yeah, it was good to see it because for the awareness, well, that was way too much. We didn't need all of that. All the YouTube channels, everybody dissecting it. And you see the number of views of the people dissecting those. Sobrane. And, and you can tell it's just ew, not good for... For anyone's soul. Yeah, yeah. To be so involved. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. I'm just glad it's over. I think we just have to watch out celebrity worship. And I say that with, what do you call that? A little bit of awareness that people listen to us, people we don't know, listen to this podcast and talk to us about it or don't talk to us about it. And that's a responsibility we carry seriously for the two of us. And also we're glad that if people... I'm not saying we're Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. No, please don't, don't, don't jump to conclusion. Definitely not. Carla knows where to use the bathroom. Grabe. Oh. <laughs> but if we think about that, the two of us would be happy when people disagree with us, when people take different positions from us or push back, because that's a sign that they don't just take what we say, you know, wholesale and just receive it just because it came from us. Mm. Like the lady who's re- who responded so, to... Our political yeah, episode, uh-uh. she, she had a different position, and, but she agreed with the main principles that we should work together as a nation, ganun, ganun. So, okay na tayo doon. Mas gusto ko yon kaysa yung sumusunod ka lang tapos sobrang affected at sobrang nadadala at nagpapadefine sa mga tao na hindi naman kilala sa totoong buhay mo. Mas, mas affected ka pa, mas affected pa tayo sa buhay ng mga tao na di natin kilala, di tayo kilala, kaysa sa mga tao na kilala natin at nakakilala sa atin. So, yun. yun, yun. I'm glad it's over. I, I kind of like the decision. Uh, sorry if that's controversial to any of you Amber Heard fans. But to me, I think abuse goes both ways. And based on what the jurors concluded, they concluded that there was abuse on her side. And to me, yeah, abusive men should be made to held accountable for their actions. And same thing with abusive women. Same thing with abusive anythings. So, yeah, you I'm know, glad honestly, it's over. This is why I will never forget. There was like one small group discussion that I had like years back and then I had a lawyer in, in that group mm, yeah. and um, she was explaining because we were reading romance not romance as in oh, no, ro- I was very confused romance as in book of romance in the bible and somewhere out there is a youth pastor going the book of romance is a romance because it's God's love letter to you <laughs> yes and you're discussing about the law and grace and he was, uh, she was saying na, parang alam mo kasi sa law, it's just a matter of gagawa ka ng panibagong law yeah. if mayroon kang panibagong problema. Yep. Or just finding the right law to get you out yep. of something, whatever, di ba? She was pointing that out because she realized 
that sometimes really the only way is grace. Mm-hmm. Na we're just gonna have to give grace for this because if not, we're just the papalusot lang tayo. Yep. By finding the right law yep, to get yep. you out of something. That's it. That's all you have. Eh? And you know, I, I I just realized. I mean, like I I remember that now because of the whole. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I'm not as involved as you guys. I mean, I, I haven't followed it. But really, by the looks of it, kahit hindi ako makinig, it's just two imperfect people the way that we are also imperfect yep, yep. to one another. And yet, we try to stick together and we're married and we're still imperfect. It's not as if yeah. we're together because we're better than Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, diba? Parang, yeah, well... Probably in finding what toilet to use. But yes, <laughs> but in other areas. Ano ba? Stop na. So, all to say na at some point talaga napaka imperfect and inadequate ng human systems yep. to solve what cannot be solved just like that. Eh. Yep. Na, oh, ngayon, parang nag-iisip tayo, sino ba dapat? Sino ba dapat? Kasi walang dapat. Yep. Pareho sila na may kulang sa kanila and they were trying to make it work with everything that was just lacking in them. Yeah. And it just didn't make it. Yeah. Diba? We had a talk about elections and uh, Christian civic engagement in our local church in Victory Santa Rosa. And I was sharing the platform with a lawyer, uh, a newly appointed lawyer. Nax, I'm so proud of him. Oh. But anyway, he had a great point. He said, you have to remember that the law will always be an imperfect attempt an imperfect attempt to capture justice and right living yes. you know, at the time. And so, yeah, I think we need a mature view of understanding law and legal issues and stuff like that. I think we're so used to watching kasi, movies about things and that's what informs us. And movies are so good guy, bad guy. I don't know, you're not going to end the movie with, mm-hmm. with, oh, and they were both... Bad people who need Jesus and lots of therapy. That's not how you end it. Yeah. It's going to have to end with some kind of resolution where clearly good, clearly bad. So I'm just glad it's over. Kind of happy with the verdict. Would love to hear your thoughts. I've read though that it, what's sad about the verdict is that people who are victims of domestic abuse will now shut up. Because Amber Heard, who was a victim, according to the stake, has been accused of defamation. And the... Great counter-argument I heard against that was like, well, Johnny Depp was a victim of abuse. Like, you're not really fighting for victims of abuse if you're reducing this to women only are abused and men are always the abuser. Mm-mm. And I think that's the issue. Eh, na we tend to tow party lines of ideology, party lines of identity, instead of what is the truth, what is right, what is just. And I'm going to side with that, even if it means my own party is wrong in this case Mm-mm. or my own camp is wrong in this case. Mm-mm. Wow. This is a controversial thing. So let's leave this topic, sweetheart. Yes. And let's go to something less controversial. Which is the election. The topic of the day, processing the national election. <laughs> topic of the day. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So last week we talked about um, a bunch of stuff. We talked about Carla's experience in the campaign trail. Our yeah, if you want to check that out, it's just one episode ago. So Yeah. Uh, we also talked about uh, our responses uh, with the thoughts and, and participating. Well, we, you know, she was for Lenny. I voted for Lenny. But participating in like the closing, what do you call that? The the winding down, the denouement of the campaign period. And now we want to just talk, add a few more thoughts. Uh, moving forward, what do we think about this for the nation, for us? Secondly, do you want to do this one first? The Christian side of the elections. 
Ikaw, I'm... Like, how does our faith intersect with this? And finally, the good and the bad in this election. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that one second. Okay, so wh- what are we going to start with? Oh, moving forward first. Moving forward. Oh, sige. Go Ikaw. ahead. Siguro, I listed down a couple of questions that I would be so interested also to hear from our listeners. And I do want to process with other people like my sister also. What does the election say about the nation? Mm-hmm. Or not, not really the elections, but how we acted and how, how this election just really pushed us to be something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what does it say about us yeah. as a people? Ikaw, sa tingin mo? I think it shows more of the same. The same. Okay. How more is it the, the same? same in the sense that uh, there is, I, I know you've got points about things that have changed with this election mm. and, and, and I, I like those as well. But I think more of the same in that in the past, you've the only, what do you call it? In President Duterte's time, you saw a huge swell of people support President Duterte because even though people disagreed, you know, lots of people, maybe from our circle of friends or who didn't like him, that did not penetrate to the level of the masses. That did not penetrate to the level of the mass majority of, of Filipinos. Though there were also a significant number of people who supported him from other social classes. So to me, that's a lot of that. Ever since, there's been a lot of criticisms, uh, even during the money, of how uh, Lenny's camp is handling this thing, that the marketing, elitista. I don't think that's to blame. I think while that's true, now yeah, there were some things that could have been done that maybe could have been done better or didn't appeal. I don't think that's to blame. I think the vast majority of people had their minds made up for them already because of the years of campaigning that the Marcos family has been doing even since before. So I wouldn't put the blame there. I would just say, well, yeah. Pero to me, that's more of the same, but it's already improved, especially compared to President Duterte's time. I think the house-to-house thing improved. I think the facing people, uh, visiting people and location per location improved. It's just, you know, it's a really, really, really big country. <laughs> There's a lot of people to reach. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I would say it's more of the same. Masayang virtual bonding with your favorite Kapamilya stars? Possibly yan! Only here on Kapamilya Chat and Hotspot. Hashtag, shook sa mga revelation ng inyong paboritong artista. Hashtag, amazing sa fun challenges at performance. Mapapakinggan nyo na kami sa Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms. Co-produced with Podcast Network Asia. Masaya to, kapamilya! Promise! Mm-hmm. There are naman, of course, differences. Or maybe not really differences, but like more of a confirmation and a... Ang tawag nga namin ng friend ko dito ay unfolding. The unfolding of what has been happening all along. Yeah. There are so many things pala na that were set in place like years ago. Yeah. And they're reaping from what they've actually started, the work that they've started from long ago. Yeah. Well, one is that that's great for the camp of the Marcuses, but also at the same time, tayo mga hindi naman nasa camp na yun, or we're not really working towards that, no? Na parang we're tra- we're, it's unfolding the effect especially of the internet. Mm-hmm. Na parang this has been, we all, we were talking about this, uh, when was this? You, you said something. Ah, machine guns for World War I. Uh, yes, we were watching 1917. Great movie. And then? You said that one theory or, or, or what do you think? I don't know. No, it's, not, it's, it's a fact. It's uh, a fact, okay? Yeah. That? Well, 
the the reason why World War One is for me, you know, we're familiar with World War Two, or many people are, because of the Holocaust, because of the effect on the Philippines, you know, and because there's so many movies about it. But in my opinion, World War One was way more. Well, it's not way more fine. Fine. How do you measure tragedy? But was tragic in its own special way, in its own terrible, terrible, horrible way. Because because it was so pointless. Mm-hmm. It was so pointless. World War Two is probably the most good evil war that's ever existed, <laughs> okay. right? Like we watch movies that are like good evil, you know, Transformers, you know, I don't, I don't know, Fast and the Furious. Most wars are not like that. Most wars have a mix of interests. Well, wars of colonization are obviously very good evil also. But they usually have mixed interests. But World War One, it was just like very like diplomatic disagreements lang. Alam mo yon. Some people felt really, you know, and it was also the, the colonies throwing off their, ano. But what was so pointless about it was you would have these battles where tens of thousands of people would die and nothing would be accomplished. It wasn't like World War One, where like you're invading Russia, then de-invading Russia and invading... I mean, the like huge swaths of territory being taken. Yeah. World War One is like years, same place, but then tens of thousands of people are dying. And one big reason why, I think this is what you're getting to, is that technology changed. Yes. And one big thing that people didn't realize was the power of the machine gun. That is exactly what And people I'm were so used to charging. And if at. you could run like 20 people at the same person, even if he's holding a defensive position... He doesn't have enough firepower to hold you back. What they didn't realize is with the machine gun, you do. You have all the power to hold them back, to kill them all. And yeah, that's what happened to World War I. So old school generals said, charge, that guy's going to retreat. Defensive generals are like, wow, with one machine gun, I can hold back hundreds mm-hmm. of people. And that's what happened. People died by the mountains so because they couldn't say, understand how technology changed When he things. said that, it reminded me so much of the internet age and how it's kind of like that machine gun. Yeah. Can you imagine that it can alter the history, yeah. the fate of a nation yeah. just because of the invention of the machine gun? Yep. And that is exactly what, what I think has happened in the past few years. Uh, I already heard this. So it's kind of like more of the same, or not really more of the same, but it's like an, an unfolding of the power of technology to just usher us into something that, you know, we never thought we'd get ourselves into. Yep. So like when President Duterte won, mm-hmm. they were saying that it was because of Twitter. Mm-hmm. How ang galing lang ng machinery to talk within that platform yeah. and to actually rally for this candidate yeah. through that platform. And I actually agreed. Back then, I said, ang galing kasi I voted for ano eh. So, nandun ako sa Not Pinoy camp yeah, eh. Yeah. Diba? Pinoy, Mar, yan yung mga, ano ko, yun yung mga chosen candidates ko yeah. uh, from the past. I so, definitely, definitely, uh, did I vote? I don't remember. But I think Coming from the Pinoy administration, and you know, I, I don't mean to offend anyone who loves Pinoy. I do believe naman he's done good, even mm-hmm. his family in the past. However, I really feel like it's, uh, and this is also, you know, more of the same in that an election, whatever the results are, is determined by a couple of, var- it's, a, it's a lot of variables. Yeah. It's not only just one thing. Yeah, yeah. But definitely, malaki yung role ng internet sa age yes, na to. Yes. Kasi nga, ang galing nung machinery ni President Duterte for using Twitter. And at the same time, um, however galing si President Pinoy and Mar and all of that no from their camp is, hindi natin nababalitaan. Walang machinery to use 
what is, meron, pero kulang. Parang mm-hmm. I felt like at that time, I don't know ha, pero parang ano ko lang to, it, it, it may be, I may be wrong on this, but what it felt like was uh, back then na parang we don't naman really need to use that eh. mm-hmm. Because if we're doing the right thing, we we'll use the usual should, ways, yeah. Yeah, it should, you know, come through and we should win. Yeah. And for the first time, we see na, hindi eh, hindi ganun eh. Pag yes. hindi mo talaga kinausap yung mga tao dito sa, sa platform na to, Wala, parang this is a huge part of your campaign already. Yep. Which is why I was so frustrated because after losing, Mar goes on camping trips and he posts it on his Facebook. And I'm like, where was this the whole yeah, campaign? Yeah, where was the human? Yeah, I mean, I wanted to see this. This would have made me look at him more. Yeah. I'm not saying that's definitive for how good he is as a public servant yeah. or to be fit as a president of the Philippines. But at least it would make me look at him more. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that that was the first time I got frustrated na, okay, this is a, a different ball game. Yeah. And then now, yes. fast forward to 2022, we see it even more. Yeah. Na, okay, this is the name of the game na talaga. Yeah. <laughs> we have to reach the people where they're at. Yep. We, and that's the, the internet. Yep. And I, I do believe that uh, si Madam Lenny, VP Lenny already said this eh, na parang, she regrets from not using it even uh, like back then more, not using it more. Or but she not, hadn't decided to run. No, no, when uh, she was running for VP. Oh, yes. Okay. Parang dun palang na she would ignore, let's say, fake news. Ganyan. Parang she had, she didn't need to. Eh. She didn't think she needed to. Oh, or yeah. Also at the same time, parang kasi nga sa kanya, baaksahin pa ba natin yung panahon na sumagot. Yeah, yeah. Sa mga paninira sa akin. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. But after a while, she was she herself admitted that, you know, if there's one thing I did wrong, it was like not pay attention to those things. Yeah. And yun na nga, parang siguro yun, yung, yun lang yung overall feeling ko sa age na to na ang hirap. And it kind of like makes me question also the role of the largest platforms in the world. So TikTok, FB, kung kaya niya mag-alter ng national outcomes. Yeah. Ano dapat ang responsibility ng platforms na to? Not that you know I'm passing on the responsibility to them because dapat na sa atin din yun na yes. parang parang sa libro lang yan kung nagbabasa ka. Tingnan mo sa sino ba nagpublish, sino ba nagsulat, saan ba nanggaling propaganda ba to or yeah. totoong ano lang, uh, parang facts lang talaga, di ba? Yeah. So, hindi naman nagbago yung responsibility sa atin eh. However lang kasi mas mabilis lang mag-spread yeah. with this technology. Yeah, and that's part, I mean, people are wrestling with that now, not just in our country, but in other countries, like in the US. Diba? People are arguing whether or not yeah. Twitter Uh-oh. should ban certain personalities from the platform. Uh-oh. I think they're agreed, for example, like child molesters, pedophiles should be banned. But what about other groups? Diba? And what if people use their words, for example, uh, former President Donald Trump of the US has been banned from Twitter. And there's talks about bringing him back because that's his first amendment right to speech. But other people are saying that's a private company. Why, why should you? And I don't want to comment on that at all. But the truth, the fact is the world is still trying to figure out the solution for that. The world is still trying to figure out the solution for that in that what do we do when these platforms are massive and the people behind them are trying to be impartial or maybe they're not. They're obviously not impartial. They're obviously biased towards certain things. Uh, if you look at the pandemic, there were people, groups who were complaining that our side is not getting representation. We're getting mm. deplatformed. We're getting de-algorithmed. Diba? And then though that platform will argue that, hey, no, it's only better that we did that. We would be irresponsible if we platformed people like you. So 
What's the use, diba? What is the right place for these kinds of, of platforms? And when should you actually apply those limits? Yeah. For me, I don't I don't know the answer. Ako it's rin. a fascinating I'm not, study. I'm just asking it, but I don't know. You know what it's like to me, sweetheart? It's like people born as children of the atom. Nax. Pwede na ba akong nerd writer? Parang... <laughs> You children and I of the atom. are children of the atom. People who were born under the cloud of the nuclear age. Our parents, well, I don't know if my parents, maybe not my dad, but our grandparents remember what it's like to, for the nuclear bomb to be created. Mm-mm. And for them to think, oh my gosh. This is the end of it. The world can end yeah. any minute. Diba? Uh-uh. And so it's like that uh, Greek mythology of the sword of Damocles. Uh-huh. Hanging over someone's head can fall anytime. If I, and the question of the children of the atom, uh, as an essay, I think, or a video someone made, the question is, what if someone is born under the sword of Damocles? To them, this is not a new threat you've added that made my life worse. It's just always been there. It's a fact of life. It's like sunshine. It's like gravity. It's like rainy season. And that's us. People who have been born in the nuclear age who know that this is a possibility. You know? Uh-uh. Hopefully not, but we're not as affected as someone who lived in a world without it and now lives in a world with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, parang what they were saying was the human humanity's ability to be resilient over these things. Though, of course, is there a breaking point? Are we gonna go too far? for any technological uh-uh. so change, yun yung question societal ni children shift. of the atom. Tayo ren, yun yung question natin nga, is this the breaking point? Yeah. And Although ako, honestly, di naman din ako maganon because I feel like, eh, so be it. <laughs> I don't think it's the breaking point either for a number of reasons. Number one, even after the elections, and this is what I was saying to so many pastors and campus missionaries, people are affected. It's a hot time. Kung sasabayan mo, yung init ng dugo ng lahat, ay eh, mag-aaway lang kayo lalo. Mm-hmm. Alam mo, someone's gotta break that cycle. So you had people going, cheating, cheating, ganun, ganun. And then you have people going, accept it, accept it. And then you have pastors in the middle, like in my mental mind, no? Wait, wait, God is sovereign. Love one another. Alam mo yun, you, <laughs> it's not helpful. Uh-uh. It reminds me of when Manu and Philip are, are melting down or you're melting down. And I'm trying to sh- over sh- shout over all of you guys to shut up. That rarely helps. That rarely helps. And I think the good thing is to acknowledge, look, I'm getting anxious that you're so anxious. And the way I deal with my anxiety, when I resist the impulse, when I resist the first thought that comes to mind and really think about it and pray about it, that's what's going to make me less anxious and going to give you the chance to make the decision to be less anxious as well. Even if people posted Bible verses, eh, you could tell it's coming from anxiety. Eh, napaaway lalo yung mga tao. Parang, <laughs> kalma lang. And that's why I think it's not the breaking point of society. I've had lots of conversations with people who voted for Pacquiao since then, voted for Ping, voted for BBM. And when I'm face-to-face with them, we can talk. Alam mo yon. And so I don't think it's changed them, that the, the internet that they consumed changed them to the point that they were not my friends anymore. So I think it's a huge shift. I think we need to adjust, but I think people are learning how to adjust to that. I think lang, I, I do agree with everything, no? Parang in the sense na we would talk about before na akala natin this is going to ruin us. You know, the internet. Not 
because of the elections, but because of usage. Yeah. Na, okay. Like digital cocaine, it's going to get us addicted and all that. So, okay, sige. Um, explain muna natin ano ba yung digital cocaine. Digital cocaine is a book that warns about the dangers of screen time, the addictive nature of video games, of streaming, and specifically social media. And he calls it digital cocaine, the author does, because how the hits, the hormonal rush, meaning the pleasure that our brain gets from mm-hmm. a notification, from a like, or from accomplishing a task on social media is equivalent to cocaine. Yes. So if you are interested about it, the book is It's a very sobering by, book and it's full of science. The author's name is Brad Huddleston. Huddleston. So you actually can find a couple of videos online also if you don't want to read the book anymore. Yeah. That is by Brad and yun. Uh, so anyway, kaya ko lang yun naisip is because pag binasa mo yun, and if you like read all the other warnings about the internet and you know how all of these social media and, and whatever and stuff I would say we affect sh- us. We should do that. Because you and I are coming from a place where we consumed a lot of that. And then now we're like coming back. Yes. From it. I think other people, if you haven't done that at all, it is worth a deep dive. Digital cocaine, TechWise Family, and the other one, Reclaiming the Art of Conversation. That's mm. a really good book. So okay naman talaga siya na to get into like what Joseph is saying. But you know, sometimes a little bit too much of that can make you, ano naman, preening, like anxious about your usage of the internet. And that kind of like happened to me. Na yeah. I wanted to, you know, like no screen time at all, blah, blah, blah. Para bang feeling ko na, basta inalaw ko yung sarili ko mag screen time. Wala na, I'll fall into addiction and I can't help it anymore. But you know, I find na humans have a capacity to regulate eh, mm-hmm. after a while. Parang if you try something new, it's like, I guess it's human nature when you're when something is new, you like it so much because for it's because of its novelty and uh, you you get to enjoy it. Then after some time, you begin to see how how this really plays into your life. Na ito lang pala yung enough yeah. time that I could give to like even with jump jumping for me, di ba? Na parang before I would use up easily five hours just for jumping. Yeah. Now I'm no longer like that. Why? Kasi nagre-regulate na ako. Na-incorporate ko na siya sa totoong buhay. Kasi who, who in the world naman would have all the time for just internet? Yeah. <laughs> so, all to say na, yun nga, may capacity. Kaya hindi naman din ako natatakot na human beings or at least Filipinos for these elections are going overboard. If anything, it's seasonal. And I think that is one mindset of mine that helps me endure toxic times. Kasi, let's face it, during the campaign season up to the elections, uh, until after. Until now. Until now. You're still getting bashed by some people. Yes, there is toxicity. Yeah. Totoo naman talaga yon. And magkakaiba kasi tayo ng levels para sabihin na ito toxic na to sa akin. Ito hindi pa. Ako medyo mataas yung tolerance ko for that. Yeah. And the reason why mataas yung tolerance ko is because I understand seasons nga eh. Yeah. Nalilipas din naman to. That's what I keep telling my friends before na, oh alam ko na iinis na tayo, no? Nakaka. And it's okay. Ilabas natin yan sa isa't isa. But I can't really say, all of you stop. And because this is a shared space, it's a public space. And if anything, the one who can do something about it is myself. Yeah. Na distance from it na lang pag hindi pag feeling mo masyado nang toxic. Yeah. I think also like for you, you grew up in the entertainment industry. Eh. Mm-hmm. 
and you were bashed. You know, you had those kinds of things before it was democratized for all of us to experience. Diba? So, you know what it's like to go viral before any of us went viral and you know what it's like to be bashed before any of us did. You know what it's like to be, for your name, to be on other people's mouths and people are either blessing it or often cursing it. So, you've developed some defenses to that. Yeah. I think, I like what you're saying in that people can adjust. The thing lang is, yun nga, the warning when not every, when not people don't know when. Yung, they'll, they'll go too far and that, that's happened too, diba? Where people will, will make decisions based on peer pressure because of the online space. And sadly, some of those decisions are irrevocable. Diba? Like taking Correct. your own life. And that's why as much as possible, we need to have that personal side that I'm evaluating myself. I'm not basing it on what people are saying. I'm evaluating it on myself. And what do I want for this? What, am I, what is God saying to me? It has to get personal. Because the internet is like this massive peer pressure factory and this massive like side choosing factory where Amber Heard is like this and Johnny Depp is like this right? or, or Jason is like this and Moira is like this. I think we should resist the impulse to side automatically with one or the other but to say, Lord, what are you telling me? What are you calling me to do? And then move from that. Definitely naman, I think it's the principle of how strong is your online life versus your offline life. Yes, diba? Na that's parang, a great way to put it. Because online is always public. I think that's one thing that we need to be aware of. Yeah. That the online component is always going to be social. Yep. It's a community. And even if wala tayong internet ngayon, nangyayari naman yan eh. Kunwari mo, meron kang church community. School community, may mommy public, community, uh, lagi ka namang may public spheres na iniikutan. And the question always is, they're always going to tell you something. Sometimes conflicting things. But at the end of the day, how do you sift all of that and say, but this is mine. Yep. And this is what the Lord is telling yep. me. So it's the same principle and practice that you bring into the whole virtual world. Yep. And I think siguro meron lang talagang mga naiibang factor sa kanya, katulad ng troll farms, katulad ng disinformation. Kasi talagang nangyayari siya. Yep. Pero nangyayari din naman to kahit offline. Like, let's say, communities, di ba? Ang dami naman ding fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Hindi natin nasishift ng maayos. Naniniwala tayo kaagad kaya nagagalit tayo sa isang tao kasi sinabi lang ng samba. It's like gossip, Uh-oh. right? And you never really got to confirm it with a person or with a real source. So, that happens even offline. Yep. And we need to be careful about it. I think what I would say lang na sana magkaroon ng official regulation from all of these major platforms is the troll farms. Because this one is already parang, oh di sige, kung may trolls tayo for the good, edi okay. Kasi good yung, good yung ipapalabas nila. Yeah. Pero kung bad, paano? Like, etong ano, etong attitude, yung pagka-toxic, a big part of that, I feel like toxic naman talaga yung mga tao. Okay? To begin with. May ganun talaga. Oo. Tapos lalagyan mo pa ng trolls. Yes. That were asked to do that. Yeah. And that's essentially what a troll does kasi, di ba? Yeah. Pipikuning ka talaga niya. I, I had that experience with, with one of the trolls. As, di ba? I told you, I, I have a pet one that I'm trying to evangelize. Pa yes, rin. yes. Uh-oh. And uh, I could tell because I could tell from this person's post because the account was newly made. Hardly anything was posted privately. And all of their comments on different stuff was yung copy-pasted na. Alam mo yun. So, uh-uh. interestingly, interestingly, sweetheart, there seem to be 
a lot of copy-pasted troll-like, troll farm-like behavior in favor of Johnny Depp. Mm. Ooh, juicy. Mm. <laughs> it's over. Tama na, guys. <laughs> but you know, there were so many copy-pasted, like I saw three tweets. Mm. Copy-paste, word for word with what they said. And you can tell, kasi it's kind of understandable if one person is managing that, but these are so different accounts. Like one is like a, an anime-like figure, the screenshot, the headshot. Mm-hmm. The other one is like this kind of country man's man. Alam mo yun, parang that's his headshot. So you're like, whoa, this is weird. Anyway, so this one troll who I've been, I was talking to, I was trying to share the gospel with basically, kept trying to manipulate me. Mm-mm. And the way this person would try to manipulate me, because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get under your skin. Yes. Eh? The way this person would try to manipulate me was by comparing the church that we're in, Victory, with other churches and Mm-mm. saying things like, buti pa CCF, buti pa favor, parang ganon. And you could tell that he was just using Google because the, like, the stuff he would cite would be like, that stuff you can find on Google. But this one with their latest CDs is getting It's like so funny. And I was thinking to myself, man, what is this guy's insight? That to him, the way to manipulate a minister is by comparing and attacking his church in favor of other churches. And I said, this guy is on to something. Mm-mm. And I said, look, I, I love CCF. I love favor. You want to go there? Great, go there. But hear the gospel when you go there. I was just pushing him to uh-uh. attend. And he was like, no, ayoko na. Di ba? Masyado kayong mga elitista. Ba? Whatever I would say, he would find a way to defend. And I thought, man, this guy thinks that the way to manipulate a pastor or a Christian is by comparing his church to other churches and causing them to divide along those lines. Mm-mm. Interesting. Maybe we should have a TED Talk by a troll farm. What do you know about us and why do we respond to you? Yeah. What makes us believe you? Yeah. So, yun lang. Ako kasi parang gets ko naman nga na toxic nga tayo sa panahon ng election tsaka ng campaign season. Yeah. Pero talagang hindi healthy yung ginagawa ng trolls eh. Yeah. Parang it just gets the worst out there, out of us. It's not as if, you know, I'm saying na malinis tayo, tapos ano lang, na napikon lang kasi tayo. Hindi. Ganun nga tayo lahat. Lahat naman ng napipikon, lumalabas talaga yung masama. Yes. Pero do we need that? Do we need that? Especially when we're talking about national outcomes. But that goes back to what you said, di ba? Eh, you know, to copy your brother. It is what it is. <laughs> di ba? Eh, may ganun eh. So, what, to me, what I would focus on for myself is I'm not gonna respond to that, di ba? Gets ko nga yan. Pero iba nga, for me nga, iba yung level ng troll farms, ha? Hindi yung troll na, kunwari mo, eh, eh habi niya lang maging troll. <laughs> yung troll farms talaga na binabayaran to do that. Parang, at some point, are we going to have like a law for this or something? Well, like, yeah, people are talking about regulation, but that goes back to, diba, these are private companies. If they want to run it this way, what where is the law for that? We're far. We don't know what that is. Yeah. No, there are people who are trying to clean it up. For example, with Elon Musk buying Twitter, don't know how you feel about that. Would love to hear your thoughts. I don't have a strong position either way. It sounds like money's going to win whichever way. But he promises to clean up the bots, for example. And he, he promises to figure out how many of them are bots. And mm. when he... I don't know if he's going to buy it. Because that's one of the deal breakers pala for him. If there are many bots. Yung, <laughs> yung site. That being said, with all of the negativity, that makes our response as individuals all that more powerful. That much more powerful as Christians. And um, moving on to the Christian side of these elections. For me, it was just sad 
to see so many Christians responding in unchristian ways, regardless of who they voted for. Um, like we said in the last uh, episode, we could understand people voting for Pacquiao for this reason, or Laxon for this reason, or BBM for this reason, or Lenny for this reason. But how they re- carried it about is one of the things that was that's sad. Where the Christian testimony and the Christian witness and the, the appeal of the gospel will suffer because of our behavior. That's what I cannot, that's what I don't like. Yeah. And that's what I can't stand. And I've seen this before. In 2004, we had a very controversial elections for that time. Wala pang social media nun. Uh, when Brother Eddie Villanueva ran for president. And our church was very active in supporting him. And we, as uh, our campus uh, staff, and our student leaders, we were all very active and encouraged to participate. And back then, participation was not online. Participation was in person, at Uh-oh. rallies, doing flyers, handing stuff out, being poll watchers. And he lost. And people felt that there was misinformation at early on. Yeah. The mass media would, different newspapers would radically report differently with the rallies we were at. They, they would be like, oh, that's only 50,000, only 100,000. And we were like, well, it's obviously way more than that. But what was sad for me was when he lost the division in the church and how people did, you know, some Christian leaders didn't handle it very well. Some handled it by claiming conspiracy and getting very angry and not wanting and encouraging people to not submit to the government. And on the other hand, you had people who were mad at those people. It's and I think that's worse overall for the kingdom than, than just who won, if your side won or not. Yeah, I have too many thoughts about Christians and our social responsibilities and how we use the current platforms that are so available to us. Uh-huh. Yung totoo, uh, siguro safe naman to say na yung the worst critics that I have are actually Christians. <laughs> and that doesn't make me very happy about... Who would it make happy kaya, no? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But siguro all to say that I am trying to so hard to not discourage anyone from believing God because God is amazing. The Bible is true. So much about God's word and spirit and son have, you know, just changed my life. Mm-hmm. And I will never, may mga nag-accuse na sa akin, nag-backslide na daw ako. Oh my gosh. So, sabi ko, pasalamat ka, hindi pa ako nag-backslide. Kasi kung nag-backslide ako, kinakurse na kita ngayon. Charot. <laughs> Pero, yeah, I mean, like, I would never exchange this faith for anything because I, I just love God so much. And I know that He loves me. However, talagang tama nga naman. Si, si, si Gandhi ba yun yung nagsabi na, okay, I love Jesus, I I love Jesus I like but I don't Christ, like the... I like Christians, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sobrang totoo nun. Mm-mm. As in the ideology of religion coupled with uh, a few verses here and there has become a weapon. That's the thing, eh? weaponizing yeah. the ideology of God when God is no longer God but an ideology. I think that's what I'm getting at. Na this is, it's ano eh, um, what's happening kasi now is a struggle for power. Yep. Who has power? And because... They think that God is most powerful. They wave God just like that in front of you and say, wala ka ng panama because I already said that this is God saying you're wrong. Yeah. Which I think the spirit will not agree with. Yeah. If you're going to do that. I mean, that's not how God is. It's not in agreement with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's not how God is. Yeah, I, th- I agree with you in the sense that 
And that's why I don't like Christian culture. And I've talked about that in my yeah, vlog. Correct. Where and that's why I'm I am online because I want to respond to that. Diba? Na, this is not what the faith is about. And I don't agree with everything this writer says, but I really like what he said here. Uh, Jail Cornelio in his article 2222 in the Sovereign Will of God. Sabi niya, ah, ito yung ano, oh, Rappler. Yeah. Okay. Given that uh, some people don't want to read it now because he said it's on Rappler. But please read it. Uh, just, 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 can we make, you know, the thing itself their basis, not where you're getting it from? Okay, anyway. Given that forgiveness and now God's sovereignty have been used to the silence dissent, it might be wise for Christian communities to now begin reflecting on their collective responsibility to society. Mm-hmm. That is, this is because theologies proclaimed in our congregations and echoed in our networks have public consequences. And I think that's where the Christian church is not understanding its role in society. Our audience, we assume, are just people who attend our churches and should definitely believe what we believe. They mm-hmm. don't. You know, we need to be able to live in a society where people don't believe that. And yes, we'll evangelize them, we'll engage them, we'll share to them. But while they don't, what do we have to say? Just go to church, just go to church. Like we have no genuine human interaction with them. We have tons of people in our lives. We all do. Family members, friends, colleagues who don't know Jesus and are watching the public witness of our faith. And if all they're going to hear from us is a Bible verse, diba, that seems to push them further away or only seems to condemn. I'm not saying don't correct. I'm not saying don't teach the Bible to them. I am saying that. But the point is, if there's no public side to our faith, then it does not break through into society. What made the early church so effective was, yes, there were things about it that were off-putting. They couldn't stand, oh my gosh, man, these weird people, they believe in a person who rose from the dead. They call each other brother and sister. People thought that uh, Christians were being incestuous. Christians didn't believe in the gods of the Roman and Greek world, so they called them atheists. But you know what? They had a very public side that was appealing. And it was that they would continue to serve the poor and they would have high moral standards. And people couldn't resist that about them. Na parang, well, you know what? And in fact, there's even one account, the love of the, the Roman emperor who was mad at his priests, who was like, you guys suck. You know, I'm giving you so much power, so much favor, and you're losing followers to these Christians. And one of the response of their priests was, here's what they said, we can't fight them. They're too influential. And one way they're influential is they help the poor Christians and the poor non-Christians. What is that? That's a public face. Not because they crafted it with a PR team, but because they just said, look, this is how we're going to be. And the world around them could not resist the value of their faith. There's a different way. Jesus was not like that. Yes, he made his points. Yes, he dropped truth bombs all over the place. But he was appealing. He was able to win people over. And so I think that's, that's the call on us. And if that's how people are going to be online, fine, let them be that way. But tayo, personally, how are we going to be personally about this? Sorry, that's my preaching. Yung, siguro yung akin lang yung appealing. Like, of course, no? It has been mentioned over and over, the turning of the tables at the temple. I believe that wasn't appealing to the people who were manning the tables. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that I don't think it has to be appealing all the time. And it can be or that it can be because what is appealing? Diba? It's subjective eh. You could be saying it in the most appealing way possible. But if you dislike the truth in that 
whatever, whoever is saying that thing in the most appealing way, mm-hmm. then it still offends you. Mm-hmm. So at some point, the truth offends. And what I'm getting at is, dun, dun lang sa, yes, oh, we can try as hard as, you know, as it is. We must try to make it appealing and to care for how they will actually react to the God that we believe in, diba? Because of how we are. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that we hold that reaction. Eh. We can aim for it. But again, no, what is appealing? Yun lang yung ano ko doon, parang... The word. Yung parang, parang how can that even be? I think, like how can... Well, I think what you're putting your finger on is exactly the issue God, that Christians struggled with even with these elections. It's that false dichotomy. By this false dichotomy of you're either this or this. And if you're this, you're completely good. If you're this, you're completely bad. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible is full of tensions. And you've just described one of them. Yes. Diba? Appealing but telling the truth. And the thing is, Christians, sinabi ko na nga eh, diba? Na that troll guy, my, my, my pet troll, hopefully he still replies to me. Diba? He doesn't reply to me anymore when I share the gospel to him. But hopefully he replies to me in his real name <laughs> so I can talk to the real person. But there's already people who are trying to incite anger, who are trying to bring about division. And if we're not listening with discerning ears, we're going to fall into it and jump about yes. every pump fake by the devil and be like, oh my gosh, oh, you're so ungodly. Oh I think the God. tension kasi right now is how to respond to people who really have that in their heart. Yeah. To um, destroy, to divide. Yeah. But there are people who are just out there just Really to say that, like ako, I have no intention whatsoever to divide. Why would I want that naman? Diba? Especially for the nation. Kasi <laughs> that's the very last thing I want. I want all of us to unite. But in me saying the truth, syempre, hindi ko yun ma- matatanggal na some will be offended. Yeah. Hindi mo mawawala yung possibility nun. Intent, nasa kanya-kanya na yun, diba? And then when we run into someone who still rubs us the wrong way, Hopefully, our response is more, hey, help me figure this out about you. You said mm-hmm. this. Because, for example, the time you got bashed for sharing the Lauren Legarda Sun article. I did not even share it. You mentioned it. Oh. You mentioned it and people got mad at you for that. Not once did you say you were pleased with mm-hmm. what this person said about his mom. Not once did or I that, say that's what should you be done. should go to your moms and say F you to them. Yes, agree. When you disagree with them, never did I say yeah, that. Yeah, not once did you say that at all. And so there were people who reached out to me and said, and to you who said, hey, uh, I read this guy who said that Carla's in favor of this. And we said, no, she's not. You know, look at the rest of the post because that person didn't share the whole post. So, okay. You look at the rest of it and you're like, okay, so that's not what she's saying. Okay, again, there's other people, though, who didn't see that and they were really affected. They weren't trying to be divisive because there are people who really are. They weren't, they were just really affected. About, oh my gosh, it really seems like this is what she's saying. And hopefully in those cases, there's enough grace with one another to be like, is this what you're saying? Instead of putting words in people's mouths. Because mm-hmm. it's in doing that that makes society and families and, and community virtually impossible. Diba? Kailangan group think na tayong lahat. Mm-mm. And that's not how Jesus was. Yes. So, yeah, I think yeah. the Christian response... I mean, I think that's a perfect, not because it was my post, no? Even if it's another per- post, I'll probably dissect it as this. It's a perfect example of what happens yeah. in this day and age when we're not careful. Yeah. Bakit? Nag-post ako. Yung post ko, kinuha ng maraming tao with an added commentary. Yeah. 
people take the commentary for what it is. Yep. Yes, they would check and look and say, oh my gosh, she really did say it. But what they don't see is that they already took the side of that commenter, whoever that is, who added. And what is a commentary? I take something, like let's say me. I read something on the like internet. Like Nerdwriter. Nerdwriter. I add, say, you know, the Nerdwriter was wrong about this. He shouldn't have said this about Arrival, blah, 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 blah. It's a valid thing to say. However, if you don't check for yourself, if you actually align with what that person is saying, then you just took his side yes. without thinking. Yes. And I think that's what happened to my post because I clearly said there and Legarda. If I was really talking about children, when you disagree with your parents, go and dishonor them. Say F you even. Okay? If, re- if that was my intention, why would I even include there? They keep skipping the ver because they cannot anymore say that about that letter. Diba? So, alam mo na na may agenda yung commentary na yon, Or meron lang specific reading na gusto nilang, na gusto nilang gawing yeah. take ng lahat, right? Yeah, and yun nga eh. The- and valid naman, ako I think naman na valid na yung iba, parang that's really how they saw it. But I already, this is why I answered. Sabi ko, oh, okay, because I, I didn't see that. For me, honestly, and a lot of pe- people did not. A lot of people, that's what others cannot see. Eh, na many others actually saw the intention of my post. And many did not also. Yeah. For whatever reason, if they just, you know, failed to check whoever is commenting on it and taking that side of things, yep. pa- parang falling for the agenda. Because some really shared it with an agenda. Yep. Okay. And they just didn't see through it. And so they got mad at me. But many others did not see that. What they saw is like, yes, you know what? We should be able to disagree with our parents yep. when they are doing something wrong. Yep. And kaya ko lang yun sinasabis because yun na nga, it falls especially on ano, no, Christians. Kaya siya nag-fall under this ano, eh, heading, the Christians. Kasi ang pinakamalaking hate na nakuha ko towards the latter part of the campaign season was really coming from the Christian community. Yeah. And it's because of all of these people who did not do further checking, who immediately just got mad and, you know, rode into this whole hate agenda yeah. without checking for themselves. Teka muna, is that really what she's saying? Because if you did another checking, you would see that I posted after. Yep. And acknowledged it na, oy, okay, you think this is what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. And they still wouldn't receive it. So, Ano, what does that show about you? Yeah. You just you just want to hate. <laughs> yeah, see, N.T. Wright said something about that. You just want to hate. Or N.T. Wright said, the problem with doing theology nowadays is that if you don't say everything exactly what they want to hear, they'll fill it in for you and say, oh, you, you, you don't believe this. So, for example, in one of his books where he didn't talk about penal substitution. Oh, so you don't believe it? Well, no, you don't believe it. Oh, oh, oh. How many times have I talked about it in other books exactly. and every message? And for example, let's say someone like you. Every counseling, every every preaching that I've ever done that you've helped me with, it's always been about honoring your father. So the point is, it's not, that's not the point, right? I like now what they said in uh, Beginning Well, the book I'm reading now. In our day, we can do theology without having to react to other traditions. And his point in that, that's a long story, but his point in this discussing that was, hey, these guys have a point, these guys have a point. 
alam mo yun, and we can use yes. that that tension together to bring each other together. And, and that tension can be like, wait, I didn't agree with how you said that, but I agree now that I understand where you're coming from. Instead of reactionary, and a world that's reactionary is one that's afraid. Afraid of listening to the other side because anxious. It's very anxious. Very anxious because there's. I don't know if I can. If I side with you, you're completely evil. What is my point, sha? And that's what he was describing here. And he said the reason why he said in our world today, because hopefully we're in a world where it's not Christian nationalism that's driving theological change, similar to what was happening in the Reformation in some nations with certain groups who politicized uh, that theological revolution. Anyway, so people, instead of people doing that, makinig tayo at sabihin natin, uy, saan ka ba nanggagaling? Bakit ka ba? Ganyan. Yun langst. So, I think Christians, one way we can be salt and light at this time is by being quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. That is such a biblical... But also, yes, but also to be graceful. Yes. Hashtags good vibes because we bring you not just one, but two amazing shows. Push Bets Live and Push Most Wanted. Hashtag feel good sa masayang kwentuhan at fun challenges. Let's all welcome Seth Padalin and Andrea Villantes. Hindi lang ang mechanics. Ito, ito. Alam, alam nyo to dahil, of course. Lagi to na sa TikTok. Be inspired sa words of wisdom at inspiring stories ng inyong favorite celebrities. Let's all welcome Gigi Delana and the Gigi Vibes Band. Wala talagang perfect sa ganito. Mapapakinggan niyo na kami sa Spotify, Apple Podcast, and other podcast streaming platforms co-produced with Podcast Network Asia. Join us sa masayang kwentuhan, kapamilya. Another area of grace kasi where we can exercise is like, yung sinasabi mo kasi slow to anger. Minsan kasi quick to anger or or feeling mo ganon. Diba? Pwede naman din tayo mag-practice ng grace na to hold back ourselves from, you know, thinking the worst out of this. Yes. And I think... Yeah, it still fall on, falls under that. If anything, diba? Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. All connected to that, whatever verse, whatever teaching, whatever insight, apply it to yourself first. Apply it to yourself first before, bago tayo mangaral sa maraming maraming tao. Alam mo, alam mo, Jason and Moana, bang, ganito dapat kayo. John and Amber, bang, ganito, lahat ng support, bang. No, apply it to yourself first. Because if it's true and if it's valuable, it will radiate outwards and produce life in other people. There's no need to shove it down people's throats. Naka please lang, wag tayong one verse ang yabang na natin. Tapos binase na natin yung galit natin lahat nang dahil lang sa one verse. Example, yung sa akin, honor your parents. Okay, fine. Tama naman yun. ba diba? Sinabi ko bang hindi valid yun. Pero dahil yun yung weighty sa kanila as of the moment, hindi na rin nila nakikita yung sinasabi ko na, you know, children also have something to say yeah. about things. Like, nasa Bible din yun na let's not exasperate our children. Yeah. ba diba? Yung equally, meron, pagka, kung maglalabanan lang tayo ng verses, sino ba mananalo sa atin, di ba? And I think maglalabanan ng verses is actually the exact wrong approach for the Bible. Exactly. And I'm not saying that we should do that. Yeah. All I'm saying is that, why do we weaponize one verse like that? Like, this girl should be stoned just because she said that. Yeah. Di ba? And again, no, what did I say? They did not even understand. Yeah. All I'm saying is, let's be careful. Minsan, meron tayong, we have to see also, 
ano ba yung pain point natin na that triggers us? Because I'm not going to take it away from you. If my post triggers you, then it triggers you. I will not take it away from people if that's the way that my post made them feel. Uh-oh. But we have to take what a step back. What triggered you to post that? Me? Yes. My post was like I had a lot of young people coming to me, suffering in households, saying that I want a different candidate. And these are not even just Lenny candidates. Huh? They like somebody else. Yeah, but their, their parents, parents like uh-huh. another candidate. And they are already having so much tension inside. And they can't make up their minds because their parents are giving them all sorts of threats. Like kicking them out of the house and all that. Not naman all, ha? but I'm saying that there are some. Yeah, that's, so the I could already that's where you feel, were coming from. That's where I you could already feel the pain point of these kids. Yun yung nakikita ko. Kung kayo ang nakikita nyo, mga magulang, ako ang nakikita ko, yung mga anak. At ako, especially sensitive yun sa akin. Ever since nagkaroon ako ng anak na, look, you know, these, peop- these small people are actually suffering from so much power struggle pala. Yeah. Because just by the mere fact na ang liit nila compared to us, already tells them, teka lang, baka they know something better. Yeah. And you know, I'm not taking it away that we know a lot of things better just by mere experience and age. However, these kids have something to say too. Yep. That's what I'm getting at. Yep. Basically, yun lang naman ang point niya. I never said, say yep. F you to your mom if you know something better than her. Yeah. Yeah, so the point is, uh, you have a perspective. Other people had a perspective. And the key is to be able to talk to people across that and extend grace to one another. Yeah. Uh, and embrace the tensions that the Bible has to say. Tsaka siguro for all my ano, no, uh, frustration with disinformation and a lack of comprehension, siguro sa mga nakikinig na, well, matatalino kasi nakikinig sa atin. <laughs> So feeling ko hindi naman na nila kailangan ng reminding. Pero alam mo yung extra reflexivity lang on what we consume from the internet. Now, where is this coming from? Yep. Minsan kasi may tendency talaga to be mindless. Dahil ang bilis eh. Ang bilis ng lahat. The name of the game talaga is the less clicks, the better. Yep. So when you're just consuming and consuming, it's just like, you know, regular diet. If we keep eating all the junk, one day we're just gonna be so full of junk in our bodies and we're gonna die from it if you're not mindful about the consumption of that. So ganun din sa internet. Kasi marami dyan, talagang peppered with a whole lot of fake news and disinformation. Ah. Yeah. Tapos plus agenda pa. Meron kasing may mga taong may agenda talaga. Yeah. So I guess in wrapping up this episode, uh, we did share our prayers for the new government in the previous one. But more than just the elections being over, Our lives continue and how God is moving in us as the people of God to to represent Him, to bring about change, to to build homes and communities, to create value. That's what will always continue. Hopefully, we do that as God's working in us as well in this contentious, uh, adventurous internet age. Siguro before we end also, I want to share this. It's by Madeline. So Madeline is a part of my team. And she makes some of my graphics and like thumbnails and all that. She also has her own handle on Instagram. I think it's called, I'll just put it in the, I know, you, you'll see the link there. But ang galing nung shenare niya, sobrang it captures the tension of being online today. I actually shared it on my stories as well, but I'll read it out loud. You'll probably relate with this kasi. I was toxic to some, I was a blessing to others. Others I healed, others I hurt. I'm willing to admit that I wasn't always right. 
And every day I'm striving to be better. I probably would add lang na I'm willing to admit that I wasn't always right. But I'm also willing to admit that I wasn't always wrong. I think that's the tension that we're trying to capture here. And uh, to be able to coexist with everyone online no, in this day, in day and age, kailangan talagang ma-receive natin na hindi pare-pareho yung pagtanggap sa atin. Yeah. At hindi rin pare-pareho yung tayo yeah. <laughs> mismo. Na hindi tayo consistent. That is what being alive means. That you're not as polido as a fiction book or a yep. fictional character. <laughs> and that's everyone, all the time. Yeah. So, and I think that's the reason why I'm also like brave and courageous online. Because for me, eh ano ba naman kung magkamali ako? Pwede ko naman sabihin later on na, guys, alam nyo, oo, mali pala yun. <laughs> Kasi tao ako. Tao ako and I'm willing to journey with all of you. I think... The difference lang then is like some present themselves to be like the standard. And I never say that about myself naman na I could be wrong but this is my take for now. I think this is the line that you and I are on opposite sides of oftentimes and we concede each other's points. You're quick to say, I'm gonna do it. I could be wrong. I'll just apologize later. And I'm quick to insist, yeah, but you should try better not to fail. Mm. And you never say naman, oh, I am trying. I'm not trying to fail. That's what you would say to me. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't say that. Parang I think what I'm saying is you should always try. That is correct naman. You should always try to be as uh, flawless as possible when you put something out there for your own good na rin. Hindi naman just for others eh. For your own good na rin. Because sometimes I really do say stuff na parang, ngek, sinabi ko pa to. Parang now I have so much to ano pa, mind online. Yeah. But, also, at the same time, there are moments where you feel like, inisip ko naman to, it still didn't land that way. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say, what yun nga, balik tayo sa post na yun. To me naman, inisip ko naman yun. Hindi naman siya, uh, parang, kasi how far can you think of things ba? Pwede naman, pero feeling ko pa rin, kulang pa rin yun with, just how wide the audience is. Yeah. And also the, all the, you know, mix it with all the political climate, social, what, what have you, right? So, I feel like, yes, think as best as you can of the best way possible that you can present your ideas online. Yep. But if you do overlook, which will happen most probably, yeah. some parts, I just have, I have confidence in like, this doesn't determine who I am and the rest of my life. And if anything, I could just always say, I'm sorry you didn't see that. Yep. Yun. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. And I think we're saying the same things. You're saying A and B and I'm saying B and A. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I'm more correct. Okay. Sure. <laughs> just sure thing. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, that's it. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Tag us on at anything goes with the bonnies. We're moving now to question and answer. Question and answer. All right, question and answer. And before we get to that, we want to give a shout out to Ven, who thanked us, sweetheart, for answering their her question last time. Yes. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, yeah, th- Ven, thanks for messaging us back so we could hear from you directly. We have another question now from, let's say to hide his name, but I'm just going to say, anyway, he knows who he is. But he said, how do I cope with the fe- with feeling mediocre with where I am at my job? I'm always grateful and try to do my best at it, but it doesn't feel fulfilling. And quitting isn't really a good option at the moment. Mm-hmm. Go, love. Ikaw, ano ba? 
I think that happens from time to time. You know, there's days, weeks, maybe months for some people, hopefully not years, where people just feel unfulfilled with what they're doing. And uh, the question is, parang, is this a season to just endure and it'll pass? Or is this a sign that it's time to move on from this into something else? Now, taking his word for it at surface value, he says, quitting is not an option at the moment. Maybe there's pressing financial concerns. If that's the case and quitting is not an option for you, then to me, I'm not doing this for fulfillment. I'm doing this for survival (laughs) and I'll do something else for fulfillment. You know what I mean? Like I need to do what I need to do to survive. Forget whether or not I'm really happy or I'm really fulfilled or this scratches the itch for me. Yep. That's my thought. Ikaw. Uh, same naman. I think lang, ang hirap sumagot ng ganito na hindi mo alam yung specifics. Yes, true. Because you don't know nga if it's a matter of, are you really being mediocre? Baka naman kasi there's that part na, you know, you haven't exhausted the best of you in this Maybe, field. yeah, yeah. Bah, diba? Or you're parang, baka actually you're feeling something like, because there's something more I want from this job or from another job. Yeah. Ganun. Kaya feeling mo, ang mediocre mo. Kasi kukunari mo, let's say, ako, ang pinagawa mo sa aking trabaho ay magluto. <laughs> yeah. Feeling ko talaga forever mediocre na lang. You wouldn't like that, yeah. Siguro bago ako gumaling, bigyan mo pa ako ng mga three years, ganun. Yeah. Magluto ako araw-araw, ganyan. Pero, I'm really not good at cooking. I can cook when I'm inspired things that I want to cook. But I'm not, like, one of those people who are quick to Think of something when there's nothing. Yeah. Ako siguro parang one week bago ako makaisip ng dish. Ganyan. Yun lang. Right. So, yeah, there are tasks people are... Based on his question, kasi it's not like it's a one-time thing or a one-area thing. It seems to be like a general thing. For me, uh, Chino, for the person asking the question, do you want to stay there longer? Is there mm-hmm. really no other option? If you do, That's then there's... That's another thing, yeah. There's tricks you can try, diba? Na parang maybe naman, I like this part of the job, not this part. Maybe I can talk to my boss. Maybe your boss doesn't like the parts you don't like either and they wish you would do something else na mas gusto mo. So, maraming option na pwedeng subukan dyan. And if all of those things fail and you're sure that you really can't quit and find something else, then do it for survival. Mm-hmm. Do it for survival and be grateful that you have a job for survival. <laughs> Because yes. not a lot of people have that. But maybe if I were you, I would just hustle kasi... I don't know. Uh, sure, there's talks of the great resignation and people quitting left and right. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know if it's true that that's really happening all around. But all I'm going to say is there really do seem to be a lot more options for people. Mm-hmm. So unless you've got really pressing stuff, and maybe it's healthcare, no? Sweetheart, baka may health benefits siya na ganun, may siyang parent or yeah, something. Yeah, oh. Kaya nga di ba ang hirap kasi we need to know the specifics. Yeah. Yeah, but there, hopefully that helped you a bit and hopefully there's someone in your life who you can talk to about it. Yes. If you guys have follow-ups, just message us and that anything goes with the Bonnies uh, on Instagram. Yay. That's it. See you next week for, for our movie review. Our movie review. Our movie discussion. Yeah, so we're gonna be discussing a movie next week. Really, really excited for that. You're not very thought-provoking movie. Oi, clue. Okay. Bye, guys. That's it. Bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.